from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's another hour of Live Bet Sunday, live from an action-packed South Point Sportsbook Casino. We have a lot of people, you see, getting ready to make their bets for the late afternoon window. What are we all sweating? We have five of the first seven early afternoon games having completed two late games here that we'll preview that start in a couple minutes and then two to start at the 425 Eastern window as we welcome you back. I'm Ben Wilson from South Point. Dustin Swedelson hanging out, making his Live Bet Sunday debut over at Circa. And Danny Burke joins us from Chicago. You see Danny on the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Podcast three times a week on your VEASAN Podcast feed. Dustin with the Follow the Money Army early morning, 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern over at Circa with Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard. Guys, we're down to two games here in this uh, in this early window. Packers trying to get Danny a little uh, Aaron Rodgers late backdoor prop over down 23-14 with a third and six at the Washington 49, four and a half to go. The G-men for one, Dustin Swedelson, punch it in. Daniel Jones, one yard QB sneak from the uh, from just inside the one. Jaguars with the ball back down by three. Five and a half to go and a false start now on Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. So those are the two games that we are following here down the stretch while we were away. Baltimore did hold off Cleveland 23-20. They don't cover his six and a half point favorites, but another under 46 and a half to that under. So under so far, four and one of the five games that have come to an end so far. Uh, let's get quick thoughts, though. Dustin, I know you have a play on Jets Broncos as we're a few minutes away from kickoff here. For people out there, any final uh, betting advice or tips on this particular couple of games who maybe want to get some action in? We're seeing right now across the market, Jets up to two right now. Basically consensus. Uh, what's your angle here, uh, Dustin, on Jets and Broncos from mile high? 
Uh, basically that there isn't that much of a downgrade from what Russell Wilson has been this year to whatever Brett Rippon is about to be today. I just, Russell Wilson's been so bad. They've been so ineffective in the red zone. They can move the ball up and down the field, but they're not punching it in. And Brett Rippon, Rippon by the way, his first career start was a 37-28 win at the Jets, where he went 19 of 32, uh, 19 of 31, 242 yards, two TDs, did throw three INTs, but he's been practicing a lot with the Broncos ever since. He's been there for the last couple of years. In four total games, has completed 64% of his passes. I'm not saying that I think the, the Broncos are a great play, but I had to back them when the line jumped to two, and they're at home against the Jets, who are 3-0 and on the road this year, and it feels like at some point that's got to come back down to earth. Why not today in the altitude there uh, in uh, Mile High? Completely with you. It's a contest play for me going against the uh, the Circa Sports Million consensus, which the Jets were a consensus top five play in that one. With the, in that in the contest, Broncos were slightly favored. To me, there's not much of a difference if you quibble with the you know, the one going through the the zero. So few games land on one anyway in the NFL. I, all the reasons you just laid out, Dustin. It, it's why I do like Denver in this spot, a defense that is top two in the league in an EPA per play allowed basis. And, you know, Zach Wilson makes one play last week for the Jets in Green Bay. You're going to have to make some plays eventually if you're the Jet quarterback. He's been able to get get by with a stout running game and a defense that has been much better than anticipated this year. So I, I am with you. We're going to sweat this together. Can't believe I'm actually sweating Brett Rippon, but uh, here we are taking the Broncos. Uh, as for the other game about to start, Danny, I know you have – one leg of your money line parlay. It was a big sweat, but it comes home with Baltimore. Take us through your uh, your rationale here for leg number two, Texans Raiders. Raiders here about to go off seven point consensus favorites in this particular spot. Yeah, I like the Raiders in the game. Don't necessarily feel comfortable laying a touchdown with them. Look, both of these teams coming off a bye. Texans got a huge win for themselves heading into their bye. As for the Raiders, heartbreaking loss at Kansas City. So it's a good reset for this Las Vegas team that really isn't as bad as the record indicates. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have what the record is, but they have a lot more talent on the field and they should just be far outmatched in terms of having the power over Houston. Houston's run defense is abysmal. Josh Jacobs has really been having career games the last two games. What did he have? Like over 120 rushing yards in each contest. I took him over 80 and a half rushing yards in this game along with like you said Ben I'm um, having them in the second leg of the money line parlay against the Texans so I think the Raiders get out to a nice start the offense will be on cruise control against this lackadaisical Texans defense and I think Las Vegas gets a I guess another step in the right direction. It, it really, this is a must win game for the Raiders. I, I know the Broncos have been bad in their division, but you got to win this in a tough AFC. And I think they absolutely have the makings to do so. Uh, Danny, what was your, uh, what was your number on Rogers pass attempts? What was it? I had, thir I had 32 and a half. <laughs> Um, well, I, I have good news but for we you. Got on, the touchdown. I have good news so, for you on one front yeah. <laughs> and bad news on another Rogers <laughs> on his 32nd pass attempt of the day. hits Aaron Jones down the sideline for a touchdown. So that is his second passing touchdown. You're going to need green Bay to get the ball back. Yeah. Here's the thing though. We talked about this, the lack of trust in Taylor Heineke and Washington to see out a game here where Heineke uh, has has done a lot better in the second half after being abysmal, throwing an interception uh, near that went to, for six, fumbling that should have been a touchdown, but that was negated to a very questionable illegal contact penalty. Heineke now and the Washington Commanders set to get the football back, but Green Bay does have all three timeouts. There's still 3.26 to go in the game. We'll, we'll get an in-game number in a second because Mason Crosby's lining up to kick a field goal, but 
Uh, Danny, I'm not, I'm not so sure Rodgers is not getting the ball back here at least one more time. And if you think that Green Bay gets a stop, the Packers in game, just like a live money line price, I would have to think is, is now where you'd have to look at. Crosby's kick is good. So we'll see what this number is, Dustin. But all of a sudden, just when I thought they were completely done and doomed, uh, the Packers pull me back in. Of course, of course they do uh, with the, with the Rodgers to Jones connection here. And this is where we, f- we see the difference, right, between a backup quarterback and a real starter. And there were some people wanting Taylor Heineke to get the keys to the car for the commanders a couple seasons ago, that, that he was a good option to be a starter. Well, in moments like this, you find out if a guy is a backup or a quarterback, can he throw you to victories? Because they're going to run the ball, they're going to get stopped, and he's going to have to complete a first down here or two to make sure that Washington walks away with a win. And some interesting notes here on, on uh, Aaron Rodgers versus yeah. Washington. 0-3 at Washington in the regular season. He did beat them in the 2015 wild card round in the postseason, but 0-3 in the regular season there. And just an interesting note, in case things don't go right here in the rest of the way, no quarterback has ever had consecutive MVP seasons and won a playoff game in their next non-MVP season. Right. I think it's fair to say he's not going to win the MVP. So I guess to go with that stat, that he's not going to win a playoff game as well. Okay, I think that's very fair. Um, I'm just I'm just waiting now with bated breath. It's funny how I was like I'm totally out on this game, and now I'm all of a sudden thinking, okay, you get one. Oh, stop. they sucked you back in. You get one one stop and get like 30 yards, they and you kick it, a field ben. goal to win the game. I'm waiting to see a line. I will let you guys know what I'm seeing. At least at South it's Point, it's enough time. There's there's and that's there's the thing. enough oh, time. Yeah. Plenty of time right now for Green no Bay. Excuse. At South Point, Commanders are a pick'em minus 245. Uh, that is what the South Point does. They don't they, they just put the pick'em on the spread, but heavily juice it kind of the same thing as, as a money line correlation here. So we'll see what this pops on the other side. Still waiting. Uh, in ben, the you know what's Jones? probably going to happen? Oh, Daniel Jones. Ben, ben I got I got a Jeff Parles prediction in honor of him not being here right yes, now. Yes, please. I think what's going to happen is the Packers will get the ball back, and it's going to come down to what people like to call Mason Crossbar missing a kick, and then it's going to be a heartbreaking <laughs> loss for the cheese heads. I, I can see it now, buddy. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm, I, you know what? I feel like I'm <laughs> obligated to bet that day. I feel like I'm just taking <laughs> now. So just to stab another knife uh, through my heart on what's already been another infuriating NFL day. Ravens choking away another late lead, even though they win, right. don't cover. And now the Jaguars doing everything in their power to blow this game to the giants. Uh, Daniel Jones, big naked boot at uh, over a hundred rushing yards today. Dustin 300 yards combined for, for a uh, Danny dimes here, I guess getting his nickname back today, but on the ground, and at this point, we're at the two-minute warning. Jaguars down to one timeout. They elected to punt. And after, after going three and out, interesting call for the really aggressive Doug Peterson. I would think, Dustin, you're 440 to go. You've moved the ball really well all day. You had fourth and five at your own 30, and you elect to punt it away. Yeah. And they might not get the ball back. That's very much a possibility. And even if they do probably going to be at least down six. Giants are in field goal range here, and it would be with, uh, with about – 45 to 50 seconds left, depending on how the timing all works out on these plays. Yeah, but that's Doug Peterson going uh, with what we were just talking about with Taylor Heineke in, in the Commanders and Packers game is that he doesn't believe Daniel Jones can throw the Giants to a win in crunch time when it matters. Just so happens Daniel Jones didn't need to use his arm. He used his feet to pick up the first down there as they hit the two-minute warning. But the Giants winning this game 
There's only one other thing that defies science more than the Giants winning another game and potentially being 9-1 when I eat turkey on Thanksgiving, and that's me <laughs> when I get a physical and the doctor says I don't have any major ailments. Like, I defy science every time the blood work comes back, and Brian Dayball leading the Giants <laughs> defies all science. There's no reason for them to move to 6-1 and one if they somehow do it here. That's I, Dustin, I don't, there's nothing I can say to rebut that because I know everything you're saying is true, and I'm not going to try it. Uh, Packers plus 152 I'm seeing, by the way, at BetMGM. So they are really not giving much respect for, uh, at least for Taylor no. Heideke, ending this game. Um, <laughs> I did love uh, Dustin, the addition of you on the show. It has been tremendous through the first uh, 70 minutes so far. I do have to give, while I was normally waiting to, uh, to, to talk about these late afternoon games that have already kicked until the early games have wrapped. We got to jump in here on the Raiders because Derek Carr just took a huge shot yeah. and is down on the field. Looked like uh, Danny. I, I just saw a quick replay. Looked like they're looking at his, uh, his hand wrist area, but uh, injury timeout there betting market. Still what we had pregame. This is the first drive of the game for the Raiders. So they're minus seven and a half still live 45 and a half year total. Uh, this could be a massive development. If this turns out to be worse than then it certainly looked pretty bad in real time there, Danny. And we think Carr is at least going to exit for some time in this game. Yeah, Jared Stidham in the backup position here is who you're going to have to rely oh, on or who gosh. I'm going to have to rely on here for the second leg of my parlay. Uh, not necessarily how you draw it up. Also, Ben, uh, the commander's passing the ball and completing it. What are the Packers oh. doing? My goodness. How about you guard uh, McLaurin? Woof. It's the one guy that can beat you. Tough. Yeah, Danny. Another another week, more uh, more frustrations. Uh, in the meantime, in Denver, three and out for Zach Wilson. Brett, look at Brett Rippin fighting Jerry Judy deep down the field, and the Broncos are in business. That's what we Upgrade. like to see. Upgrade from Dustin Swedelson. It has proved to be the case. When we return, a lot of line movement in Chiefs 49ers. What side are we looking at for this game? And also some thoughts on Seahawks Chargers with about 15 minutes left to kick in the late afternoon window. Busy Live Bet Sunday rolls on from across Las Vegas. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding 
He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you have not subscribed yet, VEASAN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VEASAN has to offer, including our 24-7 live shows and subscriber-only betting guides to college bowl season and the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You'll also get VEASAN subscriber-only season prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup. It's the best bet in the game. $99 for VEASAN Pro. Now through the Super Bowl. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Oh, I'm glad, gentlemen, I did not get in on Green Bay Live because on third down, Taylor Heineke here. Commander's trying to run out the clock, and Heineke throws up just a wobbling duck up for grabs, and oh, sure, it's caught by Terry McLaurin for 12 (laughs) yards. And Green Bay's now out of timeouts, 2.06 to go. Washington looking to pull off the upset, 23-21. And we'll need one more first down to end the game. Even if they don't, though, assuming they keep the ball on the ground here, Danny, commanders will not have to give the ball back to Green Bay until about 30 seconds left on the clock here. So just just the latest chapter of what has been a debacle in every sense of the word for Green Bay today. Can you just give me a stop? That's all I need. Just one pass. Come on. Just give me a little something here, Green Bay. You know, getting the two props and Green Bay losing. I'm sorry, Ben, but you know that would just make me the happiest camper there could be on the show, considering we don't have to sweat out a Bears embarrassing loss until tomorrow. So uh, we'll see if my fortune runs good in this game. Uh, Big review in Jacksonville, Dustin. So Saquon Barkley on third down, it looked like if I have, if I have this right, it looked like Barkley was trying to avoid Uh, going out of bounds here had a third and 10. So they're reviewing it and they originally ruled that he was in bounds, but they reversed the call and it looked to be like the right call, Dustin. And that's massive because instead of the Jaguars getting this ball back, likely down 23, 17 with about 20 seconds left, they'll get the ball here with about a minute to go. So a big error by the normally very reliable Saquon Barkley. Who went down a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He's he's a guy who went down, could have scored a touchdown. And and just decided that he he realized the situation and it was more important to to eat up some clock there. So that's interesting. Um, now it's time for Wink Martindale to make that money, figure out a way to, to to keep them out of the end zone, the Jaguars, for one more drive here. That is an interesting development. I was not watching it happen. I was busy sweating the uh, the the Green Bay game for you, which is I I am in shock still over that. That Aaron Rod. <laughs> Think about this. In the time Aaron Rodgers has been quarterback of the Packers. They've pretty much been good every year. Pretty much. Maybe there's been an outlier here or there. And the commanders under a different name, 
been pretty much awful outside of a couple of seasons where they've popped yet. Aaron Rodgers is going to go to Owen four at Washington. That, that's just a wild stat to yeah. me that, that, that much like the giants defies science. Packers lost at Washington, uh, the super bowl year, 2010 Rodgers was concussed. They lost that game in overtime. I remember that very well. It's been a very odd, as you talk about uh, history there between Washington and green Bay, uh, we're at the two minute warning in that one field goal. Good for Graham Gano and the giants. So 23, 17, I'm seeing 16 to one on the Jaguars live. If you think they come back, unfortunately my Jaguar minus three in the contest play uh, drawing dead at this point, unless we somehow get a miracle touchdown and missed extra point uh, or, or something like that. But I don't think that's, uh, that's going to happen. Um, we still have some time though, about seven minutes till kickoff in the late afternoon window chiefs 49ers. We've seen this, this line come from as high as three guys all the way now down to one. There's actually one book in Nevada that has switched to a pick em at this point. 49 is the total with two teams coming off of losses at least for the 49ers getting a little bit healthier, fewer injuries uh, than we saw last week when there were at one point seven different defensive starters out of that game. Is there a side or a, a thought on the total dust in either way that you like as we look ahead to this marquee game of our late afternoon slate? Yeah, so I feel pretty square here because everything's telling me that the Sharps are on San Francisco. Uh, just 9% of the bets last I checked. Uh, Jimmy G, 16-4 and four ATS as an underdog in his career. But this isn't the same Jimmy G. Like, we're seeing a guy who didn't get to play in the preseason. The rust is there. And the reason I'm backing Kansas City is because, listen to this on Jimmy G, passes of 10-plus air yards this season, he is 29th in completion percentage, 31st in yards per attempt, 29 in touchdown to interceptions, and passer rating dead last passes of 10 plus in the air. This just isn't the same Jimmy G. And I don't think he can keep pace. If Patrick Mahomes is winging it around the field. I get the I get the, the lack of <laughs> at least the lack of support wanting to go for uh, Jimmy G and the Niners. Uh, I was somebody who Danny, you remember this last week. I was someone who, as we've talked about, I've been a little bit further down than probably the rest of the market on Kansas city, just from a pure numbers basis. A lot of concerning things about the defense for KC the offensive numbers, while they look great, that you at the same time have seen a, even though the explosive plays on a raw basis don't seem to show a drop off with losing Tyree kill at wide receiver. The offensive line has not had the same type of production that they had at the back end of last season. And that to me, Danny is a big concern. Uh, it's, it's why, and it's not a play for me, especially with the way this number has gone back down to one, did not want to get involved. I did play San Francisco in the contest here, catching two and a half. So I do like the Niners here. I know Dustin's on the Chiefs. Dan, you get to be the tiebreaker in this one if there is a side you like. I didn't do anything with the side here, fellas. I really could see a reasoning for each team, and that's an obvious thing to say considering we pretty much see this come down to a pick em. I guess I would lean with Kansas City to win outright, but I would have favored as an actual, well, I don't know. I mean, I would have teased up the 49ers. Like, I wouldn't hate that either. But the best angle, I think, for this game that I feel like no one's really talked about is his total and I would have bet under on this. Now, Kansas City, you saw go up against Buffalo, a defense that we would probably consider, what, the second best in the NFL behind San Francisco, limiting opponents to the shortest amount of yards per play, shortest amount of yards per carry. Not that the Chiefs love to run the ball, but come on. I mean, like, this is a revenge spot for the 49ers, and if a lot of the Sharps are telling you that they could win this game or keep it close, it's going to be based on how the 49ers play this game, and their tempo is slow. It's methodical. It's running the ball. You add 
another piece with McCaffrey. He's not going to be in the game a lot, but still, when you utilize him, it's going to be with the dink and dumps or it's going to be with handoffs, and that's going to take more time off the clock. And that, again, what I think will add to a lower scoring game. So, uh, yeah, I would bet the under 49. I, I didn't do it. Maybe there'll be a quick score, and then I can okay. jump in on a better uh, in-game number. Uh, that would be the way I would go about it. And, uh, Ben, here we go, baby. Packers got the ball back. Oh. Thank you, uh, Lord. You know, everything. Uh, Packers defense wow. actually stepping up. Let's just hope Rodgers doesn't take a sack on this play. You, 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 so you need one attempt. One throw. <laughs> one throw. I don't care if it's an That's intercept. That's a heck of a way to win. One tempt, and you are get, getting there. Yes, Packers get the ball back. Twenty three seconds left. The down by snap two. It over his head. Well, and you're at the I, own, I the own eighteen. Uh, <laughs> that would be rough. All right, Rodgers, just yeah, release the ball. Okay, and now, all right, here he goes, stepping up, fires. Oh, it's caught. Oh, that's interesting. It's Watkins. All right, you got to get up, Spike. We have twelve seconds left. You're at the forty eight of Green Bay. They'll have time to get the spike. But here's the question: So Rodgers comes up, spikes it with five seconds left. You're at the position where this is about a 73 yard field goal. So do you dare guys, do you dare run the quick little out route that takes four seconds to no. get like eight yards and, and try the long kick for Crosby? Because even no. if it's incomplete, you could still try the hail Mary, right? Or do you go for it right now? I think you try for at least you at least look for the quick out route, try to get something quick and get a few yards, try the field goal. And if it doesn't work, then you send the hail Mary and, and you send all the guys deep. It's not a lot of time though. Yeah, it's tough. Oh, and maybe. the Giants just picked off Lawrence, but there's a flag. 35 seconds left there, so we'll see if the flag stands. Will that be game over? Lawrence indicating that is on the defense. All right, Rodgers, quick underneath. No, you got to get out of bounds. Uh, Tanyan at the 30. That's why you can't do that. What was that? You had no timeouts. Rodgers throws it back. A lineman has it. Fat guy. Lob. Scramble. What are we Someone's doing? Someone's got to get behind him. Uh, you're at the 35. You're at the 30. Nice little block. Uh, they're Ditch still it. going. Rodgers has the ball at the 25. Rogers Aaron Rodgers throws it wide. Uh, that was a forward pass. It's through the wickets of the lineman, and this game is over. Of you know, we and, almost had the miss kick. They almost had the opportunity. I knew they would do this, Danny. I knew they would just <laughs> suck me in. Unbelievable. Oh, this is so man. stupid. What a terrible, no good. Pass prop comes Packers through, baby. Season. You at least got there, Danny. <laughs> but like, why, why wouldn't you try to at least get the ball? Like, if you're like, you have two options there. You can throw the ball out wide quickly, or you can do the hail mary. The one thing you can't do yeah. is check the ball down for ten yards in the middle of the field when you have no timeouts left. It makes it makes no sense. No, that receiver's got to just swat it down himself. He has to be aware that he has nowhere to go. And by the way, wasn't a, a like a receiver. It was a tight end. He doesn't have the speed to get to the outside and get out of bounds and stop the clock. Like you have to be aware there that that's one, wow. not the pass to make, but also if you're the receiver that you're not going to get out of bounds and just let it fall. This is now so three straight weeks. Packers have been favored by a combined 18 points over the last three weeks, and they have lost outright in all three. Washington is a four point dog covers. This was one of only two though games in the early window that has gone over. It did sneak over the 41 and a half there with that late wash. Uh, what late to Packers touchdown down by nine to get it to two. But 23-21, your final. In the meantime, all right, we're Jaguars. That was a flag defensively on the Giants, but it's a, a hold on Jacksonville. They haven't gotten a whole lot of progress here on this drive. Down by six, actually a false start, I should say, on Cam Robinson. Down six, 32 seconds to go. Ball still on their own half of the field. Long, long odds for the Jags to come back and win this one. Oh, man, I still can't believe that that's how that Packer-Giant game, or the Packer-Washington game actually ends up ending. In the meantime, we're moments away from kickoff for the late afternoon games. We'll maybe get a brief, brief thought 
on the Seahawk and Charger game, which is also going to kick off. And we'll see what in-game pops. That's what's so fun about these late afternoon games. Four for us to track as we roll on. It's Live Bet Sunday here in the National Football League. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, take a deep breath. We've gotten the bulk of our early slate finished. You see everybody inside the always packed, beautiful South Point Sportsbook. They've taken their deep breaths. I've gotten their South Point hot dogs. You have to come by, try one sometime if you have not. And we're ready to go now for the late afternoon window, of which we've already had some action to point out first in Las Vegas. I don't think we updated this at the time. Derek Carr did leave this game with an injury on the first drive of the game, but he is back in there now. So Raiders up 3-0 and a missed field goal from Kaimi Fairbairn. That's the one thing to tell you about from that game so far. And Geno Smith throws an interception on the first series for Seattle. So we're underway there, Seattle and L.A., Charger football in Seahawk territory. But the big thing, it's now we've all had some sort of sweats for our respective teams, except for Danny today because his Bears don't play. So on fourth and 15, Somehow, some way, Jacksonville gets a big play into the Giants territory. And now Dustin, our resident Giants fan here on, uh, on, at the Circus Sportsbook Studio, has to sweat this one out. Lawrence and the Jags down six, 17 seconds left, and it's an incompletion. So we have had the final two of these early window games come down to potential throws to the end zone here, Dustin. Seven seconds left, third and 10 Jags. And the Giants don't make it easy. I can tell you that. You don't ever get to relax on a Sunday and kick kick back and, and watch your team cruise to a victory. They're always going to make it dramatic, it looks like. And, I mean, but it, it, here's the thing. These offenses, when they get to this point of the field, they tend to run out of plays. So I'm not totally scared as a Giants fan at the moment. Right. But- Feels like the pressure is on Jacksonville here with seven seconds left. Here we go, Lawrence. Empty set. Oh, he's going. For, oh, that's it's. Oh, he's <gasps> short. Oh no, it's like the Super Bowl in '99. Rams Titans. Christian Kirk over the middle makes the catch at the one, and he is hit there. Danny, when is, is one of these guys going to learn? When are these guys going to learn? You can't. You can't cut a route short a yard. A yard short of the goal line, but that's what happens. And this game is over after. I don't know what you thought on that. I didn't see it in real time, but there was a roughing the passer fourth and 15 for the Jaguars. They picked up the first down on a 28 yard pickup, but then Demarcus Lawrence called for a, uh, or sorry, the other, it was the other Lawrence here for the giants called for a roughing the passer Dexter and Dexter Lawrence is, uh, is was responsible for at least getting this into the red zone here. So Danny, this was almost a near calamity for the giants, letting the Jags get into a position at the end of the day. Whew. Dustin, you survive. Jaguars come up short, and the Giants are six and one. Can you believe that? I, I don't know how they're doing it. It doesn't make any sense. Kind of like how the Ravens were almost going to fall into the category of blowing a double-digit lead once again. But hey, we're happy for Dustin. Good for you, buddy. I know that you're uh, you're sitting there feeling great about what's going to be happening on Thanksgiving. And man, I mean, if you took three with the Giants, you were in good position regardless. So a uh, good bet to anybody who made that against this Jacksonville team that really got off to a great start this year, of course, and then now have come back to reality. But man, I mean, you know, it's just like you couldn't have envisioned that to end in any other way based on how this giant season has gone. But it, it was taking a while for Saquon to kind of break out. You're waiting for that to happen in Dustin. I know it finally did. So uh, again, you got to be feeling pretty good about your giants at this point. 
All right, well, dream with me, guys. Dream with me for a moment because okay. here's the upcoming schedule for the Giants, whose adjusted win total as of this past week was up to 10, which is a Jeez. wild statement to be saying out loud <laughs> to other people. They go to Seattle next week. Going to be a tough game. Obviously, Seattle uh, has been awesome this year against the spread. Then they have their bye. Come off the bye, and it's Houston, Detroit, and at Dallas. Mm. I'm not kidding when I say Eight and two or nine and one is a massive disappointment on Thanksgiving. It, to think about and just I'm you know I'm letting that process in my head and then you realize like how close to reality that actually is, Dustin. And you now also think how that relates to separate markets in the in the futures betting where we talked about this earlier. Brian Dable was in the plus five fifty or six to one range coming into this week. Nick Sirianni has been the guy who has soared on the odds board into the plus 150 range. At what number do you still say, all right, I get that there is potential for regression, but given the light schedule, given what Dable has done with the roster, at what number are you saying, even at this point, Dustin, you'd still be looking to make a bet on Dable if the number isn't adjusted necessarily all that greatly and you still have Sirianni when we wake up uh, next week here still is the favorite, which is likely to be the case considering the Eagles are on by. Say 400 or higher. Brian Dayball sitting there 400 or higher as an option. Obviously, Sirianni should be the favorite, but are they going to have a perfect season? And again, I'll go back to the point I brought up earlier. Compare the rosters. It's it's not even close. Richie James, the leading receiver for the Giants, wouldn't even be the fifth receiver for the Eagles right now. The offensive line is totally different. The pass rush is totally different. The Giants are playing Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau, two young guys, first and second year players as their edge rushers. They're picking guys off up off the scrap heap like Landon Collins to come in and play defensive backslash linebacker for them. Like this team does not have good players. So if we're talking about the true coaching job, Brian mm -hmm. Dable's coaching job, you can make the case has been better than Nick Sirianni's despite Sirianni's record with the Eagles, which is why at four to one, five to one, I think it's worth a couple bucks here and hope that the Eagles, something goes wrong and it falls apart for them. It's been absolutely tremendous. There's nothing you, you despite all these games where I felt like the Giants have been incredibly lucky when you have a coach that's that good and who comes in right away and just appears to have so much confidence about him, has called every, pushed every right button in late game situations. It can make up for a lot of deficiencies. And we're seeing that with the Giants. Six hey, Ben, and really one. quick. Oh. I was just going to add something else. So I was actually talking about this on Vsense Pro Football Betting Podcast this past week. I've been starting to kind of delve into futures. And I was looking at the Eagles, and right, they're 6 and 0 right now. Their win total was 13 and a half. Okay, so, and then the over juice, you know, was probably about like, I don't know, maybe minus 125, maybe minus 130, somewhere around there. And it's really hard to envision this team not getting to 14 wins if you think about it. And if you, I know you're way late to the party on it, but that doesn't mean you can't still make these bets. Look at their next three games. You know, you get Pittsburgh at home. It doesn't matter if it's Pickett or Trubisky, you're going to win that game. You're at Houston on Thursday night. You're probably going to win that game. You get Washington at home. Heineke Wentz, doesn't matter. You're going to win that game. At Indianapolis, the Colts have been a disaster. Green Bay's next. They've been a disaster. You get Tennessee at home. They've been great. There's your tough spot week 14 against the Giants. All right, maybe you finally get one loss. You're going to win at Chicago. At Dallas, you may lose another one. All right, two losses, but then you get the Saints. Week 17, you should win. Week 18, you're taking on the Giants, which, hey, who knows? That could be an important game, or you may have it wrapped up at that point. But 
again, maybe if they are resting some people, maybe that's your third loss. You still get the 14 wins. And the fact that the Giants are so competitive right now, it's not a cakewalk for the Eagles. As dominant as they've been, they can't no take off any game. So this gives you more of an inclination to bet them to get over because of how great the Giants have been, because of how competitive even the Cowboys are looking right now. So even though it's inflated, hey, I still think that's worth a consideration. That's a great point where the, these divisions and the context behind the potential races – you have to consider that when you're talking any sort of in-season markets, whether that's win totals and probably win total specifically, you're talking about this with the Eagles in the 13 and a half, yeah. probably a good decent uh, pro tip of the hour. As we, we talk futures here with the Eagles off this week on by now, I, I don't, I don't mind the angle at all. And it's like, as much as you say, well, maybe you relate to the party and numbers moved against you. It doesn't mean it's not a good bet. If you still right. like what you're seeing on a team and what they have to offer in front of them. So uh, great thoughts on the Eagles. In the meantime, we've got updates from these four uh, late afternoon games that have now kicked off. San Francisco drives down, opening drive, 10-play, 63-yard field goal. Good from Robbie Gold from 30 yards out. And then, just a moment ago, Patrick Mahomes looking for Sky Moore over the middle, deflected and picked off by Talanoa Hafanga. He is back today. He had a concussion last week, was a game-time decision coming in. Hafanga, though, active, past concussion protocol, and he gets the interception. So things looking very good for the Niners. And you're seeing right now, just looking live, uh, 49 and a half. That's the total we started with. And it is San Francisco now, minus two and a half. So, uh, Danny, I know you said you like the potential for an under here. You have a short field for the Niners. Maybe if you get a quick score, that could be a potential look here. If it's a touchdown for the Niners, it is second and seven right now at the Kansas City 31. But tough start once again here for Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, so live total 50 in the hook is what I'm seeing. And, hey, if you didn't do anything like I didn't in any facet and, you know, you kind of like the Chiefs but you're afraid of the sharp movement, well, now you can catch three in the hook with Kansas City and we still don't even know how the 49ers are going to score on this drive. So keep monitoring this game. There's going to be a lot of valuable betting options, I would imagine. Uh, Dustin, what are you thinking right now with these numbers? Three and a half for Kansas City, total at 50 in the hook. Yeah, I don't feel good about my KC bet. And one thing to note, they said Christian McCaffrey was going to have a red zone package. They already mixed him in outside of the red zone, two carries, 19 yards. It's kind of wild that you have an offense with a brilliant offensive mind, Kyle Shanahan, putting things together. You have a running back who can catch like a receiver and line up on the outside and a receiver who can line up in the backfield and run like a running back in Debo Samuel. I'm, I'm a little nervous about my KC bet, especially with McCaffrey now coming in the game in the red zone and they can now potentially go up 10 points and a second and goal here for San Francisco at about the seven yard line right now. Meanwhile, Brees Hall breaks off a massive run. This goes for a uh, overall. This is a 62 yard touchdown. So the jets up seven Oh, 10 minutes gone in the first quarter. And Brett Rippon is right now looking like a, a shorter Brock Osweiler and a less accurate Drew Locke. Not exactly comps you want to have. Uh, we'll see if the Broncos can, can get back into it. Uh, and still nothing, nothing in Seattle and the Chargers. Some interesting thoughts early in that game we'll talk about next. Late afternoon games, they are all underway here on Live Bet Sunday. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points. You can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, I take back everything negative I just said on Brett Rippon a second ago. Dustin, uh, I know you and I are on the same side here. Broncos pregame. I have them in the contest here. Had them in a teaser, which has already been killed. Thanks, Matt Ryan and the Colts. But uh, at least for the Broncos here, they've tied the game 13 plays, 75 yards, six minute drive. And you know what? Rippon made a couple nice throws on the play there, Dustin. And it's uh, Latavius Murray. One of the new Broncos who punches it in from two yards out, but the missed PAT from Brandon <laughs> McManus, of course. And Come it's on. a 7 6 game right now. We'll have a live, uh, a reposted live a total inside in a second. But that missed PAT notwithstanding, an impressive response there from Denver. Yeah, we're, we're gripping a bit with Brett Rippon, but it's okay. The one thing he did there that Russell Wilson's been unable to do most of the season, which is score in the red zone. So. 
He may be limited in some of the other playmaking abilities downfield with the arm strength that, that Russ is able to do and when he cooks and chucking it downfield. Uh, the difference is in the red zone, when it's shortened up, he found a way to punch it in, and that's massive if we're going to keep pace here with the Jets because uh, it looks like the, the Jets are just fine on the road going for win number four away from New Jersey. It's already been a great day for the, uh, the New York football teams. Could it be a, another win for the Jets? I'm seeing two and a half here for the Jets. 43 is your total. This, again, close 37. And I was originally thinking, well, maybe is there an angle to look at a, at an um, at a in-game under if you get a slightly inflated price here. But honestly, the way the Broncos have moved the ball uh, and it's on that last drive, you have the Jets at 9.7 yards per play thanks to that 62-yard touchdown run by Brees Hall. I don't know. Both of these offense actually, offenses actually look okay early. So I'm not going to get involved yet on this particular spot. Again, already invested on uh, Denver here from pregame. Meanwhile, oh boy, Danny, this is going to be a sweat. Uh, Danny, we'll get to Las yeah. Vegas in a second. <laughs> Houston just scored to take a 7-3 lead. Danny's got his money line parlay. But the Niners do punch it in 10 nothing on an 8-yard touchdown pass from Jimmy Garoppolo to Rodney McLeod. So you're up to 52.5 live. Is this a buy point for you under, or do you want to wait it out a little bit more? I know like 52 and a half. I still think you're pretty good there, but maybe I'm being a tad bit greedy down 10. You got to imagine Kansas city is going to respond sooner rather than later, whether it's a field goal, whether it's a touchdown. So again, I, I may be a tad bit greedy here, fellas, but I might instill some patience and see if I can't get just a tad bit more. We, uh, we know what this offense out of Kansas city is capable of and the 49ers defense is great, but at some point it's going to be the bend don't break mentality and Patrick Mahomes is going to snap through and hopefully it could be now. So then it gets a little bit of a boost and then that'll probably be the buy-in spot where I bet this thing under. Yeah, ben. I told you, Dustin, I told you I had the concerns on, on Kansas city's offensive line. It's, it's been a little shaky so far. The secondary for San Francisco has made the big play with the Funga pick, uh, but I know you had the, you had the conviction on KC pre-flop. It's five right now. 49ers are laying it. Uh, we talked about the total a second ago. Chiefs do have the ball. It'll be a third and short after an injury timeout here in their own territory, but uh, not exactly like a chief team coming off a loss. You fi I mean, I certainly have to think part of your handicap was the scripted plays from Andy Reed out of the gates would have, would have given Kansas city a lot more than what they've had so far. It, it's been nothing here, 10, nothing down, albeit only a, a drive and a half essentially into the game. Well, one, Ben, you point out coming off a loss, good team coming off a loss. The NFL is a 500 league, right? Well, I guess not with 17 weeks anymore, you can, unless you're the Texans right. and the Colts, they can go 500 with the tie. Uh, so I like traditionally looking for teams that I think are good coming off of a loss, just because the odds would tell you that they're, they're probably not going to lose two in a row, certainly not three in a row. Uh, one thing that was disconcerting about my bet was that October is Patrick Mahomes' worst month. Have you guys seen this? 12 and seven in October. I mean, he's still Patrick Mahomes, not like he has a losing record, but 42 and eight the rest of the season. So one less loss than he has the rest of the regular season in the month of October in his career. That's wild. So that's a little Very bit of an issue. I don't know what, what you attribute that to second month of the season, people figuring out the offense, but he definitely looks rusty right now. Remember last year, this was the month we all we were all ready to bury Kansas City. I mean, they looked completely oh, we gave up. inept, and it was that Sunday night game uh, that was coming out of that was the that was a, it would have been basically two weeks from where we're at right now, early November, I believe, last year Sunday night football when the Chiefs just torched the Raiders, got their season back on the right foot. But this was kind of that stretch uh, a season ago. So whether there is something to that or it's just a weird statistical anomaly. 
You lay out uh, some interesting numbers on that Mahomes side. I, you know, at least for Kansas City right now, they have put together a solid drive. Pick up the third and short. Nice play to Travis Kelsey, and the Chiefs are in business. So maybe we don't need to panic yet uh, on that uh, on the Kansas City side here. Down ten, nothing. Four twenty to go, first quarter. Uh, Danny is starting to worry yet. Uh, Texans punch it in here after after trailing three nothing. But Davis Mills, ten of 12, 87 yards to start. And on a 13-play, 62-yard drive, hits uh, more over the middle for 13 yards. Raiders now live. Uh, is this the point where you get in? It's Raiders minus two and a half live at home against the Texans. And is this going to be a two, both two legs of your two-team money line parlay, Danny, that end up being just tremendous sweats? I don't know. It kind of feels that way. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much inevitable, Ben. But look, if you haven't bet this game. And, you know, objectively, I know I'm already sweating out Las Vegas, but you're getting them under the field goal now and at a way more appropriate money line price. I would still jump in on Las Vegas. Look, Derek Carr got taken out of the game a little bit because he had that injury. They still managed to put up three points. Davis Mills just had a really great drive, right? I mean, they were controlling time of possession. The Raiders weren't getting as much pressure on the quarterback as they typically do. I don't expect that to persist. It's not that the Texans don't have weapons and Davis Mills can't make throws. It's just he'll do it every now and then, and then he'll kind of get in his offensive ruts. And I think that's going to happen at some point here. So that's why I still think it's a really viable look to to take that glance at the red. Like again, guys, when you look at this game, Las Vegas needs this win. the Texans know what this season is coming into it, they realize their expectations. And that doesn't mean they don't go out there and try, but like this game just means a lot more to Las Vegas. And they are the overall better team with the better quarterback in Derek Carr. This isn't a situation he's unfamiliar with. So yeah, but I'm going to sweat it out, but Hey, if you haven't gotten involved, I think you certainly can now. It's just funny that like, when I looked at this game, all the numbers would indicate this is a bet on the Raiders. The seven felt like a pretty good number in general where Raiders have actually had the best run defense in the NFL this year. And so you figured going in, that would mean you're forcing Davis Mills, a bottom five quarterback in every metric to beat you going on the road. And sure enough, what's happened? Well, the Texans have had to rely on Davis Mills. And what has he done? Oh, he's gone 10 to 12 for 87 yards. He's looked really good. Do I think that sustains itself over 60 minutes? No, but the big reason I didn't want to have anything to do with the Raiders in a teaser or or just laying the seven outright was the lack of trust I have in this coaching staff with Josh McDaniels. We've seen how unprepared they have been in so many situations. Yes, this was a quote unquote must win, but I don't know. I mean, Dustin, haven't we, don't we have enough of a sample size right now on the Raiders to know they are as untrustworthy as it gets <laughs> for as good of the talent as they at least have on that team? The Raiders haven't won a bot off the bye since 2016. I know it's different coaching staffs, but that's insane. On the other side, Houston with my dude, David Cully have won their last two games off of a Cully, bye. That's right. So I leaned heading into this game of taking the seven in Houston. I didn't because both teams were coming off the bye. The one thing that Houston has in their DNA that I really like backing when it comes to bets, especially if I can get a touchdown from them is I like betting on bad teams that play hard that clearly aren't tanking, that are old school. They have a defensive-minded head coach, so you know he's going to prep to keep them in games at all times, and I just need them to do enough offensively and grind it out to cover that seven points. That's one thing I like about backing Houston this year is that they're going to play hard week in and week out, and you can trust that from that group. Now, they don't have the talent to always get you there, but I do like knowing that they're not giving up early in the game. And right now they've got a lead on Vegas, and 
I wouldn't touch the game live. I, I just wouldn't I'm, touch the game live. I'm very tempted. I'm not going to, though. Uh, I just don't have enough trust on, on the infrastructure on the Raiders' side. Yes, from David Culley to Lovey Smith. It's been an adventure for Houston, but they do play hard for Lovey. Uh, a, a penalty on a third and four where the Chiefs picked up five. It's an offside. So Kansas City has first and goal down 10 nothing to San Francisco. We haven't talked about Seahawks Chargers yet, but the Seahawks strike first. Looking to pull off another upset as a dog catching in this game got a lot of money late here Seahawks went all the way down to four and a half or five point dogs at close and despite an interception from Geno Smith on the opening drive they stuff the Chargers on a fourth and one at the Seattle 32 and then drive down the field Smith to Marquise Goodwin for 20 yards seven zip Seahawks we're basically down to a pick here guys minus 125 on the Chargers money line 52 and a half the total we'll get some thoughts on the in game in a little bit from Danny uh, as well as Dustin. But up next, we do have the Sports Betting Hall of Famer. Vinny Malayulo makes his weekly appearance into the South Point Sportsbook Studios. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.